Hey guys, this is Kurt. And Logan. And we're here to talk about Battle Bards. I thought we were here to talk about how you're a terrible father. Pimping out your son. What? 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 Nothing. <laughs> okay. No, Battle Bards is great fantasy audio. I want to know that. Only things I care about are cartoons, balloons, Star Wars, candy, old people's smiles, dogs, Pokemon, video games, fireflies. Do you even know what those are? Existentialist paintings. How do you even know how to say that? The sound of forts, <laughs> ninjas, and electronics. Okay, that's a lot to process. Farts? Really? Oh, but check this out. Lord Ardok is a wooden fortique symbol. Bida octo mon farste outwis mon kasabu haudon fu chi tang gali asparos. Ooh, scary! And this. Ooh, impressive. You can't deny this, though. Noal na o lapireta ikarino ilasa zorge, lapilasa do lape turbs benas. Okay, that's very cool. Okay, Logan. So how much would you pay for that awesome audio? Thirteen point two pesos. There's no such thing as point two pesos. Fifteen hundred yen. Five hundred pence. Republic credits. That's not even real. That's Star Wars, Logan. Well, let me tell you. You go to battlebars.com. You sign up for an account. And not only do you get that premium auto, but you can get a little something from us also. With the 10 and $25 packages, you get one free track with MFGCast1 as your coupon code. Buy a $50 or $100 package and get five free tracks with the code MFGCast2. That's a half of an album for free just for using that coupon code. Could it be any easier? Buy the $150 and $300 packages. Not only do you get most of Battle Bards fantasy audio, soundscapes, music, sound effects, etc., but you also get 10 free tracks with coupon code MFGCast3. A full album for free for using a coupon code from us. You're welcome. I'll just buy that great audio right now. Wait, but you have to you have to ask your parents permission before you buy. This is the MFG cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. Another episode, we've got a fun one for you. Play styles. There's a lot of them. You might not think there's a lot, but we're going to go through a few. Um, you might not even know what play style you're at, actually. I know exactly which one I'm at, and it's not good. But, you know, you got, you know, everyone's got a, they have a way that they play, and it's kind of cool to look at that kind of thing, because I almost feel like you don't really hear about it that much. You know, you a lot of times when you hear people talking about games and stuff like that, they don't really talk about how they play and stuff like that. So it would be kind of I thought it'd be kind of cool to go through and just kind of talk about some of the ways that people play. Some good, some not so good. <laughs> There's going to be a lot probably a lot more not good than good, but uh it'd be kind of cool to talk about it. So um unfortunately Dan is busy doing uh, adulting things, so I found a couple of yeah, halfway decent replacements. Um, I've got uh, Paige West, formerly of Board Games and Company, and he's planning. Are you you're planning on doing something else now? Aren't you? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm putting together a new board game. Nice. So we'll talk about that in a few. Um, also, I have with me is Taco from S O N K S Gaming. Taco, 
It was actually fun to see and play a game with you at uh, Gen Con, and we haven't spoke since. How the hell are you? Doing all right. It was great to play with you at uh, Gen Con. Finally get the meet and everything. Yep. yep. It would have been nice to play a little bit more, but with any convention, it gets kind of crazy and didn't really get to play a lot of games with a lot of people as much as I'd like to. Got to see a lot of people, but I would have liked to play more games, but I know just the way. I think I got like a whole four games in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's more schmoozing and like really trying to figure out what the, what the cool stuff is more than, you know, actually gaming, which in some, in some aspects is kind of crazy and kind of sad, but that's just the way it goes. We still had a good time. So exactly. And I did whoop your butt. You did. You totally did. I was sad. That makes sense, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we'll talk about how my playstyle works into that, so and how his playstyle works into that, so it all makes sense. I think anybody listening to this podcast knows why. Um, so before we get into talking about how people play different games, the different playstyles, I just wanted to talk to Paige a little bit because you just were at a prototyping con uh so why don't you tell us a little bit about that and then tell us a little bit about your game because you've kind of been talking about you know making this game and you know what do you want it to become but like let why don't you tell everybody what it is what it's about how it plays okay so uh the game is a forest and tree growing game uh you've got no way <laughs> i never would have thought no not from an arborist right <laughs> um <laughs> You're growing a forest in on your property or land, and your opponent is doing the same. There's a grove area in between your properties in which you both have control of the trees. Your decisions are letting the tree grow, uh, knocking them down, turning them into logs. You turn the logs to soil. You can plant better trees with the soil. It all kind of feeds off each other, and uh, it's interesting to me. <laughs> so uh, I've working on that for almost uh, eight months or so now and it's coming along went and nice. took it to so that. so is this something because you know because of your job is it something that you know because you know probably more than the average person when it comes to that kind of stuff do you feel like that that is that was your end to making this game and making it good um well let's not say it's good yet (laughs) (laughs) i mean it i'm working on it It, i'm i'm hoping it's better than it was last week but i think based on how i chose the abilities of the trees the trees have abilities which may sound a little odd but they do have their things and they're related to the trees that they're actually represented in real life so uh, knowing that knowledge and how to tie them together thematically, I think, is what's going to make it almost an educational game, uh, in a sense. Yeah. But at the same time, it's going to be fun. I hope <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not going to be homework. Yeah. So when you were, because you've you know prototyped this with different people, but then going to this whole convention where you get to play with a bunch of people, different people that you don't even know, what kind of experience did you take take away from that then? Uh, so we got there. I got there Friday night, afternoon, Friday night, round dinner time, and I was the nervous I most nervous I've been in probably fifteen years. It was kind of hitting home that these strangers were going to come and you know pay money to be at the convention and play my game and they were just going to tear it apart i was so worried people weren't going to have fun um (laughs) so it was it was nerve-wracking the the first night uh i got there the second day ready for my first session uh and when people showed up to play it kind of hit home that they were actually interested in what i had to show them and it it kind of eased the rest of the weekend from there and it was it was incredible getting feedback that was useful i guess well all feedback's useful but it was you know to see um a gamer's perspective of my game, I guess you would say. Uh, generally, my game group is not 
typical let's talk board games all the time sort of gamer. They're a casual, mm-hmm. you know, pretzel and beer style of game. So it was a different uh, group to get it in front of, and I think it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And they, well, the 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 fact that you know that that's what everyone's there for. They're there to help anybody out with their game is pretty awesome. You know, when you go yeah. when you go to other conventions, a lot of times they're just there to play a game, and that's not necessarily their mentality. Even if they know they're playing a prototype, you know, some people will just be like, okay. This this game is broken, and this is why. And they won't give you that creative feedback. Where you know, where this they you know they might be a little more towards that because they know that that's exactly what they're expecting. Right, for sure. Um, that it, it's kind of a funny atmosphere because in a convention where everybody's gaming and trying out new games, it's like they're trying to point out what's broken in a published game. But here, they're pointing out what's broken, but they're suggest giving you suggestions. It, I mean, it's sort of the same thing, but it, it's a more um from the heart and i'm trying to help sort of mentality and it's it's a really neat thing to see yeah 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 i give you i give you tons of credit i don't i've got a couple of things that i'm that i'm working on and i may not see the light of day (laughs) more than just what my family does just because i'm i'm very very uh i don't know I the only word I can think of is pensive or chicken when it comes to that kind of stuff because it's like I know that there are certain things that are wrong with certain things that I've done but like I'd rather the people I know do it which is is a bad thing to say because you're not going to get that outside look into something you might not get the actual right information that you need but you know I'm just (laughs) I don't know for sure Uh, I mean uh, going there for the weekend I got a lot of feedback a lot of uh, critiquing, I've got a, you know, five or six pages of notes to kind of sift through and poke out things that, you know, if something was said a few times, I'm going to kind of try and incorporate that, maybe see if it works, see what works best for the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nice to have an information dump, so I've got some time to uh, see what feedback was you know good and what didn't end up working out so Mm -hmm. um it was it was definitely probably the best thing to get my game in front of people and get the confidence boost in being a designer yeah that's awesome so just so i don't leave taco out of this conversation have you ever been in that situation taco where you You've played some, you know, different prototypes and stuff like that. Have people asked you to kind of check out their stuff and you give them the creative feedback or do you stay away from that kind of stuff? Yeah, I've gotten the chance to do that a couple of times and it's always kind of, I actually really enjoy it and it kind of showed a new area of the hobby for me that that I enjoyed and that I'm kind of exploring myself too. And I had a question for Paige about do you have like a goal or timeline with your game? Do you have like a plan at all with that or... Is it just kind of... Um, so, there's no set timeline for me. This is sort of the hobby part of my hobby. Like, this is sort of just, let's do something. I don't have anybody to game with. Let's kind of screw around with this for a couple hours and uh, see what happens, get a few play tests in, change things as I need to. Um, there's there's no rush. I'm not expecting to, you know, quit my job in the next 12 months to be a full-time designer or anything. But, um, you know, if it works out, it works out. If not, it is what it is, right? Awesome. I was just curious. And there better be wood components, I'm just saying. <laughs> this tr- this tree-growing game, made of all plastic. <laughs> 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 no kidding. It's all charcoal. That'd be weird. It actually might end up being like that because I feel like something like Lego pieces would be the best thing for avoiding, you know, a sprawling table hit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And, yeah, that makes sense. And I will say Paige and others have motivated me to try and work on my own game that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's awesome to hear that kind of stuff. You know, like I, you know, I've worked on. Uh, I'm actually working on a little silly card game that. Uh, well, it's not a. It would started out to be a a card game, but now it's going to be a uh, wrestling game that's dexterity. And what I was trying to do is I was going to have that each each wrestler had cards, and then you basically that had moves on it, and then you had wrestlers on the table and then you could like throw the cards on it and then if they landed you'd hit the move and if they didn't land then you didn't and then you had like reversals and stuff like that and then it's cool when you you think of something in your head and you realize that's a terrible idea because then as soon as we started I had 10 moves for each player so then every time we'd get more cards on the table you couldn't see the wrestler so it's like okay was it hitting I couldn't tell so then we're we ended up moving on to the little uh the little uh, acrylic gems that you can buy at like a Dollar Tree or something like that. And that seemed to work better because then you can, they're see-throughs and you can kind of see if they get on the wrestler or not. And then, you know, so it's, it's kind of cool to, you know, try your own hand at something and see what works and doesn't work and stuff like that. So. Awesome. For, for sure. I found uh, if you're not pushing yourself, it, you know, it's all just going to be thought just building up in your head and not going to go anywhere. And that's kind of... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a creative outlet, and, you know, you've got to satisfy that creativity. If you've got it, you know, do something with it. Yeah, yeah, and it's totally worth it. Like, you know, like you know, like we were talking about, like I was talking about with my stuff, too, is, like, even if it like I decide not to do anything outside of my house, like, I played, I when I did the little playtesting with that wrestling game, I played with Logan, he's doesn't really know a lot of wrestling because I don't think he's really old enough to watch it. But he, like, he loved it. He's like, can we play that again? I'm like, yeah, sure. So then we played it again. He's like, Dad, can we do this? I'm like, wow. He's like, he's actually telling me what, you know, what he thought works and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cute. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, just a, a kid giving you suggestions and you're going, hey, you know what? I might be able to work something like that into this. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's creativity knows no bounds yeah so what was the what what is the idea that you have taco i'm actually being a little bit tight-lipped about it all i'm gonna say is it's called project backwards and it's a worker placement game that i'm hoping is gonna really mess with people's minds (laughs) okay so i'll never play that one cool that sounds like fun (laughs) no that does sound cool all right. Well, enough of that, Bandis. Let's talk about how we play these certain games, shall we? Everybody has a play style. Whether you know it or not, there's a bunch of different things. There may be people that are talking about how much they love your play style. They think, man, I love it the way that this person does this, and it's really awesome. There may be a couple people that are behind your back thinking, you're the worst. I hate the way you play games because it is not fun. So we're going to go through a couple of ways that, uh, a couple of play styles that are, you know, good and bad and stuff like that. Um, The first one that I'd like to talk about is someone that you don't want to come across. That I, that I feel you don't want to come across. Unfortunately uh, for me, I haven't come across this that much um, in my time playing games, but I know that, unfortunately, now that Dan's not here, he can't talk about it, but it's the aggro player or the sore loser, basically. There's a lot of different people that, you know, have different play styles, and there are some people that when they play a game, they automatically, it's they're in it to win it, and if they don't win it, it's not fun. This game sucks. And fortunately for me, I haven't had that much. You know, if I've had anything of that uh, ilk, it's when Logan is in a bad mood and doesn't want to play a game that, <laughs> that I really enjoy and stuff like that. So fortunately, I haven't come across anything like that. Is that something that you guys have come into contact with at all in your playing careers? Oh, yeah. Uh, very minorly. Uh, mm. And it's usually alcohol-induced. <laughs> well right away you spoke up taco so what what is your instance of that uh i have a friend that uh kind of does a little bit of that of uh when he loses it's he'll analyze the play and be like oh if i would have done that one move i would have won instead of you and it's it's a uh, you didn't win i lost it for myself type mentality Gotcha. That's kind of annoying, yeah. but... <laughs> no, 
not giving any credit to the person that actually did right. the right thing. Right. I mean, everyone wants the win, but you also yeah, want obviously. to have fun. So it's trying to strike the balance there, and yep. good luck. Yep. And some, some people are good and some people are not. I don't know. I'm going to kind of quote Dan, but not in a way. I can't remember every detail, but I know that he knows somebody that almost came to blows with another player, which to me is just, I'm sorry, but that's just insane. We're playing a game. We're having fun. Guess what? That does not need to come into it. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, for me, I'm very nonviolent. Like, I'll watch, I watch a lot of, you know, maybe, like, movies that have violence and, like, you know, I read books that have that kind of stuff. But when it comes to me, like, I try to stay as far away as that from that as possible because in my life I've gotten picked on as a kid and I just, I don't like that kind of stuff. So I, you know, when it comes to that kind of play, I'm sorry if you're going to be that aggravated of something. I just, I don't want it at my table. So I try to just strive to not be around that. Uh, yeah, for sure. That's a bad player type. I mean, I'd yeah. be worried about the table. no kidding don't wreck my table (laughs) (laughs) well assuming that you're at your place and uh, yeah i just and i'm sure we've all had our times where we've gotten frustrated at the table and Mm -hmm. but what we're talking about is someone who does it routinely all the time yeah yeah exactly yeah i i know there's definitely been times where like i've i've wanted to flip the table you know (laughs) because you just you you get to a certain point where you're like yep I got this in hand, and then it just all spirals downward, and you're like, oh, you know, you're just like, I could have won that, you know? But, you know, again, it's it's a game, you know? You just got to realize that, guess what? You can come back and try again, you know? Have you ever had to pull yourself out of a game because of frustration? You don't want to get too angry with, uh, you know, you just, you realize it's just a game, but, you know, the situation's frustrated you so much that you just kind of have to you know what? I need a few minutes. Um, actually, no, I haven't. Most of the time, when I, when I get frustrated at something, I really, I, I just cuss a lot and then just like laugh it off. You know, because that's that's more my speed. You know, right. I'll just see something and I'll be like, ah, damn it, and then just be done with it. You know, it's because it's just like. Speaking of which, we played, uh, we played. Me and Mike played Dice Forge last night, which was really fun to play. But um, he just kept he kept uh, mimicking what I was doing. So basically, every time I'd grab some, you know, grab some victory points, he grabbed the same victory points because when you're forging these dice and you get these crystals and stuff like that, you can get cards that have victory points. Well, I get, oh, here's 25 victory points, and he'd be like, oh, well, I'll take that too, and I'd be like, damn it, quit, (laughs) do your own thing, you know. So you know, there was a lot of you know f words thrown that night, but you know, it's just it is what it is, you know. I try not to get too frustrated in right. that there there have been instances where you know it does get on your nerves but you know i try to remind myself it's just like you know what don't you know you don't need to do that because it just it helps nobody yeah and you know you just gotta remember not to take it personal it's just a game and you know maybe there's a certain type of game that you got to avoid you know i have a friend that avoids social deduction games because he can't read people very well and it frustrates him. So, just gotta know what, what games you want to play. That's right. Um, and that's a that's a good note to segue on. Um, another type that I have, and I will preface this as there's, it could be good, it could be bad, it could be neutral. It's basically it's someone who is afraid to play. Um, I put my sister... God love her. Um, she's one of these people that, if it's not one of your traditional board games, like your like not traditional in the sense of our hobby, but like your your sorries or your monopolies, she for some reason she just does not want to have any of it. She'll just she like I think she doesn't give herself enough credit. I remember at one point we tried to play Spyfall. And she's just like, I just, I don't have a very, I, you could catch me every time. Because she'd look at the card and be like, boop, you know, like, she just would just give give it away, you know. Or then, you know, you try to bring up a, a, a game that was a little more complicated and she'd just to be like, I just don't know what to do. And you just try to tell her and 
like just before you would even get to explain what the game what the essence of the game was and to get her to get it she'd shut out just just nope i don't know what it is i don't want to play it it's not going to happen yeah that's like a it's a you can see the glaze in people's eyes when they're just you know it it's almost like you need to break that barrier and get something super super simple to the table that is like two options like you know you need to sit and play jaipur or something along those lines where you're just kind of there's no wrong answer to doing something and then kind of work your way in from there and just kind of build the confidence that she she can do it <laughs> you know it's mm-hmm. a it's like you're tiptoeing into the game like mm-hmm. into the hobby i guess rather than you know and then when you're intimidated by something like that you just you don't want to you, you know you shy away way too quickly and yeah that was my whole thought I have nothing to add on this one. <laughs> Thanks, Taco. Sorry, I just, I don't know. I, no, it's okay. I guess my group or whoever, whoever I play with, for the most part, are pretty comfortable with games, so I really haven't had that issue. Yeah. That's good. That is lucky, I, uh, I think. Because yeah, I can't very find lucky. people who want to play gamer type of, like, well, I'm not going to say it like that. I can't find people who want to play the heavier style games. Like, I've got a pretty mm-hmm. light collection because my bigger games don't get played, right? Yeah, and that's, and that's tough. That's, that's really tough. You know, and, and, there, and don't, don't get me wrong. There's probably a lot of games out there that even, you know, maybe once in a while, once in a great while, if I got into the mood, maybe I would. Like, you know, a lot of people put Twilight Struggle up there. They think that that's one of those games that's just, it's, you know, one of the tops. To me, it just it doesn't float my boat. It would it's not one of those games that I just think, you know what? I just I really need to play this. And I get you know I hear a lot of people that I respect in the biz, you know, say that I just oh I just love this game so much. You got to give it a chance. You got to give it, you know, how long does it take? Hours, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, to me, that's a game for ahead. me that just I don't know. It it actually does kind of go over my head a little bit. I've never been mm-hmm. able to really understand the strategy of it and it never really interested me that much and i usually like world war ii type conflict player versus player type games mm-hmm. yeah so you know there are those things out there that you know you know even people like taco won't play but you know it's just it's you know you to me you know i will admit and i've said this before i'm not the smartest person in the room but you know what Every once in a while, I'll give stuff a try just to see, you know. And then, if, and then if it isn't my bag, then you know, then I say just like that, you know, the whole Twilight Struggle thing, you know, maybe one time in the near future I may try it, but you know, so, so there's just some things you have to realize that just aren't your thing. Yeah. But but to... it sh- it shouldn't dissuade you from at least trying it, you know. For sure, uh, to give. I, I mean, to give it a chance is a lot better than just assuming you don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I had no inclination to play Dead of Winter for the longest time. I watched videos on it and stuff, and it just did not look interesting to me. I knew that they were trying to get across the suspense and the the tense tensity of it, and... Um, I got kind of pushed into a game of it. I had people over, they wanted to play, and I got, I'm not going to sit around for three hours and watch a game getting played at my own house, so I'll play. And it was one of the best gaming experiences of that year for me. It was absolutely incredible, and um, it just opened my eyes to a new type of game, and, you know, you just got to give it a shot. You you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. So going into the next one, I, for the most part, I put Taco and I put Dan both in this spot. And just because, only because I haven't played with you, Paige, I don't know exactly where you're at. But um, <laughs> this Taco's man. laughing because he, yeah, <laughs> asshole. No, that's not it. Yes. <laughs> yep, I'm there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, I call I call you guys strategizers. Is what I. Because I think that, 
and also I would even put that maybe even slash not I'm not I'm trying to think of something that doesn't sound as shitty as know-it-alls because that's not what I'm trying to use but like experts when it comes no I'm definitely not going with that but I you know I think when it comes to you and Dan I think you guys have when you come when you come to the table you i think within the first couple of rounds you already have a good strategy you know exactly where you're headed plus you know and, and this you know kind of works into the gaming stuff a little bit but kind of goes outside of it you know like i can talk to you and dan about oh hey you know what's this game and who makes it you guys know who makes it and you know and the designer and you know maybe even the artist and stuff like that where you know, where guys like me, I just go, well, I like this game. This game's fun. <laughs> you know, and like every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, this, yeah, I know this is Uwe Rosenberg or you know, you know, whoever makes it. You know, where I think you guys have more of a, a tactitional, is that even a word? Uh, <laughs> you guys more, you know, have kind of that brain where you kind of know all those certain things and you know what you're gonna do with it. I think it kind of comes with just experience in playing so many games. For me, what kind of helps me when I'm playing a new game is when I'm like hearing the explanation of how to play is I'll try to think of games that the mechanic reminds me of and then apply that to that game to try and work my strategy through it. Nice. See, that's not where I would have gone at all. <laughs> I think... I think some some people just have that gene, or they kind of have that gene, or they don't. You know <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I think for you know, and I'll kind of I've got my own playstyle in this, and I won't reference it right now. But I think for me, you know, a lot of times I I just like to play the game, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is a game. You know, if it's a work replacement, I know it's a work replacement. I know the. You know, I kind of know the theme of it and stuff like that. But, you know, when it comes to, for me, I like to play around almost. You know, I don't like to, I don't like to come in with a direct strategy because I think otherwise for me, I don't know, maybe it's just my mindset. It just thinks that, you know, if I try to make that mindset the first time, it may just be the thing I just do all the time. And I want to kind of play around with, how that works and that might not be the best thing either because i know for a fact sometimes i'll i'll start a game and i'll start playing it the way i'm like oh this i kind of want to see how this plays and then for some reason i'll figure it out like you know i won't have it all mapped out in my head but i'll be like this is definitely the wrong way to go but i'm gonna do it anyway just because i had picked this this route to go and i just want to see where it ends you know, even if it ends up crappy, which it usually does. If I, you know, if I see that that's where it's going, but for me, I, I don't know. I just try to improvise. You know, I'll go in with an idea of kind of what I want to do, depending if I know the game or not. And then it's improvise and adapt the strategy to what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. So I can do that part of it, but I can't. I can't understand overarching strategies ever, ever. <laughs> like <laughs> I can go into a game and I go, I know how this game, I know the strategy that usually wins this game, but I never stick to it. I am never good at sticking to anything. I just can't do it, but I'm fairly good at adapting to the cards in my hand, the situation on the board. I can do that sort of stuff really well, but when it comes to the overarching strategy, I am just, I'm out to launch. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know how people can be so strict on themselves to stay into one strategy. Well, uh, yeah. one of the strategies that Rayway comes to my head of one that my friends loved to do was in Dominion was the always buy more money strategy. There was no buying like other cards. They just, all right, time to buy a silver, and then silvers became golds, and then once they had the golds, it was like, alright, now I just buy victory point cards, and it was for the base set, that really worked. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny, I think I've had that strategy at one point, because I was just like, wow, I haven't seen anybody that does this. You know, it seems like everybody just, 
you know, has a strategy of either buying a bunch of certain cards that kind of bounce off each other or, you know, some people get a few cards and then go for the victory point values and stuff like that and then see where they're at and stuff like that. But, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That's probably why they came up with more expansions to futz with it because they thought, oh, this is not going to work out so well. Yeah. <laughs> the one play style that I equate to my son, the, he's seven years old and not not to, you know, seem like the overconfident dad but i really think that he's a very smart kid but when it comes to games <laughs> he's like one of these people that he'll start he'll start he'll have his mind on one thing he'll be like okay i'm gonna grab all the money here because money is good right because he doesn't really know the concept of maybe doing other things in a game might be good too he just thinks money is good so i shall take all the money you know and then someone will screw him over and he'll be like, nope, oh, nope, now I'm on you. I'm, I'm going to you. Whatever you're going to do, I'm going to screw you over because you did this one thing I didn't like. And I'm going to go towards you, you know. And um, I don't think him his play style is good or bad, but it can really futz with a game that you're playing. Because if you try to have this unique strategy with something then, you know, if somebody like that who doesn't really have a plan, they just kind of work out of what their, what their you know, personality is working on at that certain moment, it could really screw up things. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I had is that we were playing, um, we were playing uh, Harry Potter the other day, and he was like, Okay, he's like, we're all about to die. And he's like, I'm going to give you hearts, Dad. But then you got to give me hearts. So then he played his cards and gave me hearts. And then he came to me and I and I was going to play. And I was like, I'm going to hit the bad guy. And he's like, Dad, you're supposed to give me hearts. And I'm like, buddy, he's going to die. And then we can. this will be, be fine. And he's like, oh, guess what, Dad? For the rest of the game, you get no hearts. I'm like, I'm like, wow. Like, thanks a lot, dude. I wasn't trying... I, this is a cooperative game, Logan. Cooperative means you work with each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So kind of work off of that play style a little bit, it kind of reminds me of one of the ones that comes to my mind, and that's the Kamikaze. And it's most familiar for me for Risk 2210. We'd have one person who would be like don't attack me and I won't attack you throughout the whole game like he's like I'm just going to build up my little area here don't attack me and I won't attack you and once someone did he went all out against you for the rest of the game I honestly I do the same thing pretty much pretty much when I if I'm learning a new game and it's just not clicking for me I'm just I'm like oh I've got this card. Let's see what that does. There is no method yeah. to the madness. It is just like, hey, this seems like a neat thing. I haven't done this yet, this game. I want to see the more of the game. And I, ju I am just everywhere. I never win the first time I play a game. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, yeah, eh, let's see what happens. It's fun. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And I feel like the it, I feel like that is a thing that when um, when drinking is involved, that also can have a have a wild card experience with stuff, you know, you'll start playing a game and then you, you know, the person will be kind of bored a little bit and then they'll be drinking a little bit. And then finally they'll be like, Oh, let's do this now. And you're like, Oh no, you know, it just throws everything <laughs> off. Uh, I, 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 I can even, I can even like equate that to role playing. Cause I remember we, I had a bunch of my buddies over and my one buddy was going to play and he's a guy that doesn't really role play at all. He's, very timid he doesn't like to do those kind of things and he was actually into it and we were really enjoying it and then he started to drink and when he drinks another personality comes out and that personality threw off the whole campaign and it was just <laughs> like okay so you're never gonna be playing with us anymore cool you just wasted 10 years of our life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that's totally what it was too because he's like Oh, I'm gonna make up that I'm this, and then I like to do this, and I'm like, oh my god, just end it now. <laughs> yeah, and I and to go go with you, Taco, I I equate that more of like to the risky player and stuff like that. The player that 
you know, every once in a while will just take those chances that you just know are not going to pan out, but they do it just to do it, you know. Another play style that I want to talk about is something that's actually more up my alley, and I, I call that the anything goes player. I think I like to just kind of go with the flow, you know, it, depending upon how I'm feeling that day and where I think that it, like, it's very, like, just like this podcast, like, when, when I like to record, I like to do things kind of off the top of my head, because I like to, you know, kind of see that where that goes, you know, it seems like, <laughs> and this, and this makes me see, makes it seem like, you know, I'm a moron, which I probably am, but, you know, a lot of times when I plan out stuff, it does not go the way that I wanted to go. So, you know, you get to that point where you're like, why did I plan this all out? It's not going to go the way I wanted to because I'm not, it's poor planning. You know, so maybe it's just, maybe it's just, that's just my play style uh, or how my brain works. But um, I like to just kind of, you know, see where the first couple of turns go before I decide where I'm going to go from there. Uh, I think that could be a legitimate, you know, for a tactical game that it's a good thing to do i mean you have to with a more tactical game you've got to assess the situation on the board and go from there there there's it's really hard to get an overarching strategy in a tactical game so it's maybe you're just playing the wrong games <laughs> maybe <laughs> all of the games i've been playing are lies ever Should be playing different yeah. ones <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> it's like one of those movie moments where i'm just like you know it's just like i don't know i can't even think of the moment but it's like yeah. holy shit you know yeah. burn every game start over uh another play style which i've come into contact with um on the aggressive side and the non-aggressive side is the snobby player basically uh, we call them like the snobby snobberton where it's you know it's not only are they playing their turn they're telling you how to play your turn and that i cannot stand you know it's like if if you're there to help i understand that but if you're there to tell me how i should be playing i'm sorry but i am out <laughs> And I've seen that a, f a few times where people were like, you know, it's like, do you know that you're playing this yeah. game and this is how that mechanic works? I've had someone tell me that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just, for me, I just shut down. I'm like, nope, guess what? We're not, you know, I'm not engaging in that. And that happens in line co-ops. Yeah, which is unfortunate. It, it you know... It goes better when you're actually working as a team than having one other person basically take it over. Right. To add to that, there's, you know, the online community, you can see the snob type coming out because no matter what game you start talking about, there's always a better one. And it's, it's, you see it come out in the community. It's not necessarily during the game, but. I mean, it's it's definitely a type of person that's there, and it, it, it's just really sad. Like, it, it, games are fun. Why do you have to worry about what game you're using to have fun? <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, so I got the next type. Nice. All right, and this one actually pertains to your wife and a <laughs> lot of women I know. Yeah. And I call it the humble destroyer. <laughs> nice. Because they go in, oh, I never win. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, oh, what does this card do as they play? And it, like, completely destroys you. And they win every single game. Yet they're always like, oh, I, I, I'm not good at games. I never play, you know. <laughs> that That is perfect. That is my wife to a perfect tee. You explained it well. And it's funny too because I'll even pick on her too because she'd be like, she'd be like, so what do you think I should do here? And I'm like, what do you mean? What should I do here? You're doing great. <laughs> if you ask me what I'm doing here, guess what? It's not going great. So I always think that's funny when yeah when that and I've seen that with lots of different people actually regardless of gender or whatever. But yeah, it, it's that whole thing. Yeah, it's it's I'm trying to think of I'm almost thinking like there's like a movie where it's kind of like that you know like oh i you know i'm so you know this 
in distress kind of person, but I, you know, obviously behind the scenes, they're just they're killing it. You know, there's a whole TV show about it. When I was growing up, Mr. Magoo, he just walks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he just walks around doing whatever he wants, and everything works out for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's funny too because I, you know, I'm trying to you know, work on my wife to have more confidence when it comes to that kind of stuff. Cause especially when, you know, uh, going into what taco said with, you know, when we were at Gen Con and Tracy was playing that Buffy, the vampire slayer tournament, you know, she told me she won. I didn't believe her, you know, cause I was like, no way, you know, <laughs> like, you know, cause the, just even the way that if she says it, the way she says it when we're talking, you know, I don't believe it. So then when she texts me, I just automatically assume she's just kidding, you know? Because I'm like, there's no way, you know? Even though I know for a fact that she's she's smarter than I am as a person. So, you know, why can't she win these, you know, tournaments and stuff like that? So then when she finally showed me the box, I'm like, holy shit, you won! That's awesome! You know? It's like, you know, and, the, you know, and it's funny too because, like, I'll give myself a little credit, like, on... You know, early that morning, she was talking about not even playing. She was like, "I just, I'm just so nervous." She's like, I, "I've never played in a tournament." I'm like, "I haven't either." You just play; it's just a game, you know. <laughs> Plus, we paid eight bucks for it. You're gonna play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, going into it, you know, she was nervous, but then, of course, just like you know, any game experience, for the most part, when you get there, most people, they're there to have fun. You know, they're there to play the game regardless of where it's at, you know. Unfortunately, she had someone that was kind of a rules lawyer and was kind of a kind of a douchey dude or whatever, but she ended up beating that guy at the end and to win the box. So, you know, it all ended up panning out for her. So, you know, it's just, you just got to have that confidence, you know, even if, even if you do lose, you know, there's just like anything in life, you're going to win, you're going to lose, you know, so why not? You know, why not try to go in swinging? Uh, another one that I see, and this is kind of goes with my, I would say my parents and my sister. It's the social gamer. It's the one that they would rather play a game that's a social game than anything else. You know, like a part, you know, party games. You know, it's, it's these games that, you know... All it is, it's there's you know not a ton of strategy. It's just more about having fun. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's good or bad. You know I think it's depending upon you know anyone's mood. Um, it could be either or. You know, but you know there's there's always going to be that person that that's just their thing. You know they're like okay you know when are we going to play Ultimate Werewolf? You know when are we going to do Code Names? You know when are we going to do you know, even something as silly as the pie in the face game or whatever, you know, and there's, there's that style of player, a uh, person that thinks that when they think of games, they think of fun and they want to play the party games that are just silly and get people engaged. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And it's funny too, because I'm thinking uh, I'm coming up with all of these styles and stuff like that. And then when I start talking, I'm like, I'm like, do I sound like I'm trying to say negative things about everything? I'm like, no, I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that that's not what we're thinking about. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good and bad when it comes to a lot of stuff, but there's, you know, some, some plays that are, some people that play a certain way, that's just fine. All right. I got the next one. All right. The distracted host. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know, you'll, you'll go over to their house for the game night and, you're getting the game ready and everything's set on the table, and then they walk away to go make someone a drink, and then come back and then walk away again, and then you know repeat over and over again to where like an hour has passed and you haven't even done your first move yet. Yeah, yeah, that part's hard. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I've 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 actually seen that quite a bit, and that it's like, you know, it's you know, if you're gonna have that kind of thing, it's like it's either you know have a have a social gathering or have a game night. You know, I, I understand those can kind of be the same thing, but you know, some people can't can't break the two apart. You know, 
to where it's like, you know, again, why even play a game? It's like, you know, playing a game for five hours and then pausing it for two, you know, you know, and not really getting into the rhythm again. It's like, again, why, why are we wasting our time with it? We might as well just be hanging out and, you know, talking or watching a movie or something. Exactly. That's right. All right, Paige, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) So this isn't that, well, I guess it's the type of player that I can be, but I can be a type of player where I'm deliberately not playing to my full potential while I'm teaching games just to keep new players interested in that game. I don't want to give them a bad first experience. So I, I don't know. What would you call that? The, the teaching? Kitty gloves. What? Kid, you got kid gloves on. Oh, okay. kitty gloves. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. thinking like a, like a, like a kitty. Meow, kitty gloves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It kind of got it at the exact same time he said it, and I was just like, I not even, it didn't even register in my head. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, when you're teaching a game for the first time to new players, you don't want to, you know, crush them and go, ah, well, that's the game. Thanks for the, you know, letting me win. Well, no, you didn't know how to play. We didn't know yeah. how to play, so I, I mean, to enhance the experience, I uh, for new gamers, I'll you know not not do my best. I mean, yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm just really bad, but I tell them <laughs> I'm not doing my best. <laughs> I uh, it's funny because I used to be more of that. I used to have the kitty gloves on, but I I've become more of the not. Not the more of the aggressive player, but the more of I'm going to play this a little more strategically when I'm teaching somebody to to kind of get them to understand how to play. You know, I think sometimes, sometimes when you're playing a game and you know that someone's not quite getting it, you know, if you play a certain way and you kind of go like, well, this is what I'm going to do here and this is why... I think you can kind of really step up someone's game into being like, oh, this is how I... Right. need to play this instead of, you know, coming up with my own strategy. But I, like I said, I don't, or I didn't say, I haven't said anything yet, but, but I do think that either way is, is definitely a good enough strategy for that because, you know, it just depends upon their play style. Cause you, you won't know how somebody is going to play a game right away. You know, some right. people, they might catch it right away. Like I, you know, it's a matrix. It all comes together. We got it, you know? Or it might be one of those where you know they sit there and they scratch their head like, nope, it's not gonna, it's not gonna penetrate, you know. So sometimes you may have to kind of, you know, get them more stuck in it and be like, okay, I'm gonna do this to force you to play this way, then then maybe you can understand it more. But yeah, mm-hmm. are you sure? Or was that was that a for sure? Okay, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another one which I. Do not, I do not like in the least. And I used to play games with a buddy of mine, and his wife's cousin used to play. And he was a guy that at first I thought was strategizing and um, trying to find the ways to win this game. Where what I realized is that he just did this every game, and he took way too long to play. So one turn would literally take 30 minutes. I swear to you, 20 to 30 minutes for him to make one decision. And after playing two games with that person, I was like, nope, I'm sorry. I cannot do this. This game on the box says a half an hour. You took all of that time to make one move. Guess what? (laughs) Sorry, we cannot play anymore. Yeah, and I... I have a hard time playing with that type of player. I'm very impatient. Mm-hmm. I've, it's something I have to work on. I like to play my turns quick, and I like to get to my turns quick, and I want to get through as many games as possible while enjoying them. But I like to, I like to play a faster pace, and that analysis paralysis um, just taking forever just drives me insane. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely tell that when we play Tabletopia, because you're like, it's your turn. It's your turn. <laughs> your turn. Your turn. <laughs> like, I get it. 
My name's highlighted. Thank you. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely understand the, you know, it's like we all need to take time to figure out certain things. But once you get to a certain point, it's just like by the time it gets to you, you're like, where am I? You know, it's like after that, you know, it's like, oh, obviously, like if this person goes, like, say you play a six person game, if you've got that person taking a half an hour, then the other people are like. You know, either they're going to take a way too quick of a turn because they just want to get back to him so it, you know, you can finally get to finishing the game. Or you get to the point where, you know, again, like I said before, everyone's forgotten where they are. And then it's just, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a fun experience. And what usually ends up happening with games like that is then the other people on the table start breaking out their electronics and everything like that, yes. and then you've, you've lost the whole game. I mean, it's just... Yeah. The whole point of the game has... The purpose of playing with each other has just been thrown out the door. I had a case of this in a game of Caverna, and this guy looked at every option he had on the board at that time, every single turn. And it was the most incredibly frustrating game I ever played. I really loved Caverna. I really want to play it again more. But that was the most frustrating experience of my life. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough, especially, like, if you're playing a game, regardless of how many players you have, you can start looking at where you want to go. You know, you don't have to wait until your, your turn. A lot of people do that. A lot of people just wait for other people to take their turn, and then they can kind of you know, access everything. Well, guess what? You can kind of plan out before it even gets to you, you know, what exactly you want to do. And then if something, you know, goes not the way you wanted it to go, you can plan for that. Right. You know, come up with option plan A, plan B, plan C. Yeah. And then as it goes around the table, you know, if some of those plans go the wayside, you move the others up. Yeah, exactly. So the last one I'll talk about and this is something where I've seen and I think I've actually done at one point in my life. And I think after that, I was like, oh, my God, I did that. We can't do that again. And that's that's be that's doing couples play. I've done this with Tracy where it's like, oh, she'll say, you know, oh, if you do this, then, you know, I'll do this. You know, and it's like, especially if you're not playing a cooperative game, you know, you can't. That's to me, that's that's basically almost cheating at the game, I almost feel like, you know? Because it's like, I understand if it's a co-op game and you want to get to that certain aspect to win the game, but if you're playing against each other, it's something where you're supposed to be playing to win, you know? You shouldn't have to be like, oh, if you do this, then I'll do this. You know, It. I think it, you know, it was more like that with me and Tracy when we first started playing because... Um, I came more into the, just because, you know, I can't think of a better term and Paige couldn't either like your gamer games or whatever, you know, when I first started playing those, you know, I had a certain thing that was going on and then I introduced Tracy to those games. And then, so then she didn't really know some of the rules, you know, some of the unwritten rules and some of the things that you should be doing in those kind of games. So she'd be like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's like, no, this is the this is how the game works. That's why I do it. She's like, no, if I should, you know, you should do that. And then I can do this. You know, and it's like, no, we're playing against each other. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work, you know. And, you know, you can see some people that actually play as couples that they're like, you know, you can see that look in their eye like, oh, okay, we'll do this. And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm not letting you do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, try being the single person with a group of couples on that one. <laughs> the oh, we won't play a, a card against each other, so let's play it against the other person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and that and that's the part that drives me crazy. You know, I think that that's where um, Tracy has a little bit of wild card in her because she'll do that thing too, where she's uh, this is this might be another uh, another um, play style, but sometimes she can be very like oh. You know, we're playing DC or something like that. You know, the deck building game. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm not going to attack you. I'm just going to take these nice cards. And then f- finally when you play a card and it's like, it's a, it attacks her. And she's like, oh, no, I have to get these attack cards. I have to attack you. You know, that kind of thing. You know, where, you know, I think some people can be too nice. 
you know, just like the aggro thing. I think some people can be too nice in games and it's like, no, we're playing this game. You know, you're playing this game to win. I'm playing this game to win. You know, if you're not being, if you're not being a dick about it, it's fine. You know, because that's just the way games go. You know, there has to be the one that wins. You know, we, you know, a lot of times there's, you know, there's plan for ties if it happens and that's a rarity, but you know, it's not a, most of the time it's not a, you know, everybody wins. It's the one person wins. So you got to do what you got to do. Kind of takes right. away from the competition a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why have a game where you have a winner if, you know, if all you're going to do is play to, you know, I don't know, to, I, you know, not even win, I guess. I think getting to that mentality, though, where it's okay to backstab somebody in a game is okay. It, it takes a lot of giving that out and receiving that as a as a gamer because you know to differentiate a game and you know why does taco not like me because he's backstabbing me you, you know <laughs> it, it's it's an adjustment for sure i i think yeah there's an adjustment yeah. but once you're there it's so free and yeah like, yeah, yeah exactly yep. Yep. this is probably the worst one for me the yeah. one I absolutely hate the most, and that is the game destroyer. This person you know, will crumple up your rule book when they're looking through it. They'll be bending your cards when they're playing. They don't know how to shuffle properly, so it's just they're mashing cards together, and you see them splitting, and they'll have drinks on the board and Cheeto hands. Oh, just... <laughs> You can hear the pain. You can hear. Don't play games with me. <laughs> I mean, it, a game doesn't. A game should look like it's been played. I understand that, but there's an extreme, and yeah. that type of player takes it to the extreme. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of right in the middle when it comes to that because I'm, I you know, I don't mind you know, getting things a little dirty and stuff like that. But like if, you know, if something, you know, if one piece gets destroyed for some reason, it's like, no, I paid $40 for that. <laughs> you know, even, even if, even if the little chit or whatever only cost you know, two cents or whatever, you know, still it's like, it's heartbreaking when you see it, you know, it's funny. Cause we, we used to never be one of those people that was like, if anything happened to a game, but the other day we got a game in the mail and it had just a, you know, just a mash corner, and we're both me and Tracy were both like, "Oh man, so it's like <laughs> it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that big of a deal." But when it's something you you haven't even played for the first time, it's like, ah, oh, that just breaks your especially heart, when you've you know? paid money for it. Yeah, yeah, and plus, and plus, I had I we also had a incident where we have our game shells upstairs and they're protected, but there's a couple of games that are not from the backside of this IKEA. IKEA shelf that we have and logan decided to grab third game from the bottom and uh or second game from the bottom or whatever and dumped all of my all of my uh legendary marvel cards down the stairs all like a thousand of them (laughs) (laughs) and man there 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 was an aggro moment for me i'm like no what the you know just like just scattered all over, you know, and it, and it's funny because I wasn't even mad about them being, you know, the the you know them being turned over. It's the fact that I have to go up and down my stairs like fifty two times just to grab all a million <laughs> of these cards, you know. It's like, oh my good lord. And then I went to, and then I, and then unfortunately another my parfum fell down the stairs too, and I thought that was okay. Until I went to put the box top on top of it, and one of the sides complete or the cor- both corner two of the corners, when I put the box top in, just right in right like like oh. if you would have, you know, just fitting right in between, like it would just just right, you know. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, bring out the duct tape. I guess this is gonna be our. Old school duct tape looking game, like when your grandparents taped Monopoly like fifty thousand <laughs> yeah. times, you know. So, but um, you just gotta, 
again, we just got to r- remind ourselves that, you know, it's just a game. You know, there's a lot of different play styles out there. Um, but, you know, go out there and have fun with it. You know, if there... And also, I think a thing that is not... I don't think it's talked enough, and this kind of emphasizes the whole thing, is that talk to the people that you have these... If you have a problem with it, you know? If, you know, if, if somebody is doing something you don't like, find a constructive way to tell them that you're not liking what's going on, you know? Or, you know, if there's a way that, you know you know, you can help them to, you know, maybe break out of the style that they have, even though they may want to go to something else, you know, don't be afraid to te- have a teaching moment with them, you know, just be like, you know, do it in a constructive way where it's like, okay, you know, this is usually how you play. Let's try this for once. Let's see if you like this style, you know, just see if you can, you know, coming into this game, you know, see, just like Taco said, you know, think to yourself, okay, this is a worker placement game. What does this remind you of? Okay, well, if it reminds you of this game, how do you usually play that game? Well, let's try it in this one and see if it if it goes to that style of play. So then if it does, maybe you can change yourself and get into that mentality of something new to where you could surprise yourself. You know, I, one of the things I like to do with games, and we kind of talked about, like, I try to... I try to do that thing where, like, if my brain says no right away, let's say yes. You know, let's try to go that opposite way that I would usually go, and maybe that will make it a victory. Maybe that'll make it more fun. You know, maybe that'll make you know make it a better experience where it'll open up your mind to, like, oh, well, if it works here, maybe I can do it in another game, you know. Indeed. <laughs> So those were a lot of different things. I'm sure there's things that we missed because, again, there's just, like, there was that stuff we came up with at the top of our heads. We had a lot of discussion of it. Um, if there's something that you think we're missing, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, let us know. If there's something that you you hear it and you're like, that's me to a T, let us know. We want to get this conversation going. So please visit both our social media, get in the conversation. Talk to talk to it with Taco. Talk to it with Paige. As far as getting a hold of these people, let's let's talk about that. So, Taco, if people want to get a hold of you, talk to you about what we were talking about in this episode, how would they reach you? Easiest way is probably on Twitter at so1ks. It's probably Perfect. the easiest way. Nice. And then Paige, what about you? Uh, probably Twitter as well, and I'm at Board Games Co. And it's board as in. I am bored. <laughs> B-O-R-E-D games C-O. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, again, let's, let us hear what you think about it. I'm sure you guys have opinions. Every gamer has an opinion about stuff. Come on. Let's talk no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's do it nicely, people. Nicely. There's too much bad shit going out there, so let's talk nice. Can we, for once? Can we? Never. Yeah, exactly. So... Thank you to Taco and to Paige for coming on and talking. It was a lot of fun. It's kind of cool to talk about something a little out of the ordinary and kind of talking about how we do things. Yep. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks for having me as well. You betcha. Yep. And until next time, I'm Kurt, and this was the MFG Cast. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.